episode 76 of the Catching Up Podcast. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Connor Kaysen. I run a company here in Seattle called Find Me in Seattle, where I show stories about local businesses, people, artists of our city. I'm joined by my co-host every single week. His name is Nick Hughes. He runs a company called Founders Live, which helps accelerate and promote local startups, businesses, entrepreneurs around the world. And uh, this week, we're talking, unfortunately, about Kobe Bryant's passing. We're making some Super Bowl predictions. We're talking about Founders Live event coming up. And Nick has some really interesting uh, opportunities for any of you entrepreneurs out there with some of his new uh, events and accelerator series. So please enjoy episode 76 of the Catching Up Podcast, and we will see you at the end of the show. Hey, Nick. Good morning. What's going on? Connor, what's up, man? Just uh, getting ready for the big day. We got to get stuff today. We got an event here in Seattle and just kind of getting things in order. Awesome. Well, I can't start the show and talk about that until uh, we honor the late, great Kobe Bryant who passed away this past weekend very unexpectedly. Um, what, what's your reaction to that news? How did you find out? Um, do you have any reflections? I was in Phoenix and, um, I just learned about it with like my family. We were, uh, going into Scottsdale to spend the day and kind of walk around. And, um, I got a text from my sister and I was like, what is this? And so I started searching on, uh, ESPN and Twitter. Uh, but basically, I mean, it just was a weird day. Yeah, definitely. It was like, once you first, you know, with this, some of the things that kind of come out and you're like, Oh, this could be a joke or what, what's going on here. And then you're like, wait, maybe, maybe the helicopter went down, but you know, they're not really dead. And, and, and then it just sinks in. And I actually, I mean, I was kind of just in this weird state for a while. Uh, we were out, you know, we went to lunch and, and then we like, when we came back, I, I pretty much was on, I was just watching online, like just some of those news things, uh, basically the live coverage for like three three hours, dude. I was yeah. just sitting there like, and oh, um, you know, and we're, you know, uh, my parents were kind of talking about it, and you know, my stepdad's like, you know, how important is you know is this really like that important? And and I'm like, well, look, I think what people are gripped on is not not only was he like very very like just one of the best. NBA players in, in history right and you know yeah. like there, like there's just something about Kobe that that really was gripping in various ways and he was kind of dynamic and people loved him hated him like that there's just a following there and this is literally like if, if Jordan would have you know been in an accident and died like a two two or three years after he retired and you know that's it's that big but secondly I think it also is just the the tragic, like it, there is nothing about this story. This is just not tragic. And yeah, good there, point. it's like, it's not like there was a drunk driver that we can point to and, and be pissed at and like, say you're going to jail for the rest of your life. It is just the most unexpected accident. And people are fascinated with that because it's so sad. And, and it's like, it happened so quick. And, you know, he was on the way to like coach his daughter's basketball game. It's not like he was out partying at 2 a.m., and and I think that that's the nature that people are gripped uh, most is it just changed in an instant and they're gone. And, um, you know, that that's what is I think it's just everyone's still wrestling with that because it's such a tragic story. 
Yeah, you, I mean, you make a good point. It's so unexpected. There's really nobody to blame. Uh, there's not a lot of reasoning, right? It, it's just kind of a freak accident that unfortunately happened. Um, and if Kobe wasn't in there, like we might, I'm, I mean, it, it would have been a news item, but we wouldn't have known so much about it. And, and uh, we will mention the, including Kobe's daughter and, and uh, I believe seven other people on the plane, including yeah. those two. Um, just such a tragic, unfortunate event. And very few people in, in the age where social media and the 24-hour news cycle, it's crazy to watch when people pass away. Like maybe you get a day, right, on social media where everyone remembers you and puts up their memories and everything. Um, but his impact is so noticeable because the tributes and stories and talking about it and featuring them on every show imaginable, I mean, here, including ours, um, has been going for the entire week. And that just shows the true impact that he had on so many people's lives. And and a lot of people don't get um, this kind of response, which is just absolutely amazing. It's, it's, it's hard to watch. I mean, turning on ESPN every day is hard to swallow because it's always there. And it, it almost is like, Oh, like I, I like it's, yeah, it's just hard to watch, but he was such an amazing competitor. I mean, I grew up watching Kobe Bryant. Um, I still have a number eight Kobe Jersey. I wore it all day on Sunday and uh, it's actually sitting here on the back of my chair still. I don't know when that'll ever come off of that. (laughs) Um, And he was just such a legend. I mean, I went to Laker parades. I always looked up to the guy and the whole Mamba mentality and how he um, went about being dominant in sports was just an amazing thing to watch. And uh, yeah, I, I never really imagined that, one day I'll have to tell my kids and, and Kobe Bryant will just be um, a legend, right? Who they won't get to see or know or, or imagine was alive. He's just going to be someone who, when we were younger, uh, he was one of the most dominant players of all time and, and he passed away too early. And it was like this tragic day that everyone will remember. Um, But to take from it, what I take from it and, you know, even with my last year, year and a half of how things have been developing, it's really just, um, you know, look, live, live your days. Like you got, I'm not going to say the cliche, live your days. Like it's the last day of your life, but it's more live present and, you know, have a bigger vision and impact people and, and, you know, have an understanding of legacy and what that means. And, you know, like, hopefully we have a long time on this earth. But if we don't, you have put things in motion that can impact people for a long time. And I think that that's, that's like the important lesson here is, you know, seeing what's all happening is it showing how, how impactful he was and how much he did mean to people. And then what he was working on next and, and all that stuff. And so I just take that as, you know, I'm just living as hard as I can uh, literally is like, and when I say that, I'm just like, just freaking live and be present and, and love people and treat people well and create great things. That's, that's all we can do. Like, don't, don't be lazy. Don't think that you have 50 years. Don't, don't be fearful. Just go out and create great stuff 
because not only do we not know when our last day is, but more importantly, you know, let's bring value to the world. So like, if we're not there anymore, there's still something that adds value when you're gone. Certainly. I I mean, I think you (laughs) hit the nail on the head with that one. And that's kind of a good way to uh, close out this uh, very tragic segment of the show. Rest, Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. And so since we are talking about sports, before we go into Founders Live, let's talk about the Super Bowl coming up. Are you even interested in the Super Bowl this year? Uh, that's another good question. I, I was just noticing the other day, I'm like, I don't know. There's so much going on in my life. And, of course, I'm going to watch the game. But, uh, based, you know, once, yeah, once the Hawks were out of the playoffs, I've kind of just been a little – like, I didn't really watch the, uh, the championship games, the elite, you know, AFC, NFC championship games. I really didn't. And, um, you know, I, I don't really have a horse in this race. So I'm excited for, you know, Super Bowl day is always fun. And I'm, you know, I'm excited to kind of hang out and watch the game. But um, my mind is way other places. And so that I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of neutral. Uh, I'm going to pull for Kansas City. I, I would like to see Mahomes win a ring and uh, can't, unfortunately can't root for NFC West um, rivals at this point in time. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. (laughs) I don't think a lot of people here in the city that are Seahawks fans are rooting for the 49ers and want to see that happen. That's, that's going to be tough. Um, See if Richard Sherman did win another Super Bowl, I think that would be pretty crazy. Yeah. I've been talking about the hypothetical situation that what if he makes like this big Epic play um, that's like a tip, quality um something they did for the seahawks and then he's got these two super bowl moments for these two rival teams yeah uh it was just wild i was really hoping that um the the playoffs were going to go different and we were going to get a matchup with them because i think that would have been so crazy uh whether we won (laughs) or we lost i just think like what if richard sherman had this moment against us making this big stop in the nfc championship game to go to the super bowl and then his career goes down as having these two major highlights, both against the same team. Um, it would just be like, it would be, yeah, a crazy video collage to see both of those next to each other. But that's not going to happen. And so, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be listening to in the car. I'm going to Idaho for kind of a um, family, let's not call it an emergency, but uh, I got to go see my family this weekend unexpectedly. And um, so, yeah, I'll be driving home and I'm going to listen to it probably on the radio there and I'm I'm on I'm on board. I think the Chiefs offense just looks unstoppable. They can come back from any deficit. They just got to stop the run of the 49ers and they'll be okay. All right. And so this week tonight, you got Founders Live. Tell us about Founders Live tonight. We are at the Hard Rock Cafe, which is downtown close to Pike Place Market. Uh it's going to be a blowout, man. Like Numbers are looking good. Energy is feeling good. Uh, we'll actually have film crew coming up from Portland. That's we're, So, you know, the intro video that we have, that video that we always play. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to, we're updating that. So uh, we'll have a film crew in the house. Wow. Yeah. Excited about that. Actually, we were going to do some interviews, like some more content and like, you know, conversation interviews, but the timing of the day didn't work out. So we'll do that in Feb- when I'm down there in Portland, actually, in February. But, um, yeah, just feeling really good, excited. We have five great companies that are going to pitch. And then I'm also 
I will be announcing uh, a couple big things and I will give a little, uh, a little insight here. Um, so really I would say based on the last year that I ex- just learnings and experience and people uh, doing a lot of conversations and uh, research uh, basically learned and started to understand the evolution of founders live. And so the big things that we will be talking, I will just, briefly announced tonight are as follows. Uh, We are launching at some point this year, probably second half in the fall, um, what we call a growth series. Uh, Essentially, it's a four-month process, growth, education, and, um, you know, accelerator, basically. It's not a physical accelerator, but, you know, it's going to be twice a year. Uh, Starts in January and starts in July, and it's a four-month growth series that then will culminate in you know, kind of getting getting the startups from A to B and getting them on a global exposure. Um, and, and we're really excited about that. And so, um, you know, still kind of formulating exactly how that comes together. And that's just a, a, in process. But um, really excited because it's kind of like, okay, pitching at Founders Live is great. What's next? How do you help us grow and, and accelerate and get to point, you know, from point A to point B? Cool. Um, and, and that follows with, uh, we are now starting to test out and roll out funding and uh, essentially it's uh, equity crowdfunding, but basically that means uh, you will be able to raise money from anyone uh, as you register through Founders Live and Net Capital, which is our partner. Um, you know, startups through Founders Live can start to uh, open up a round of funding and anyone like me and you can give them $100 and, and have a little investment or, you know, you can give $100,000 and have an investment. And so that also will release at about that same time so and you put those together and it's you know a funding experience and then lastly uh the show that we've been talking about so the inspired ones we are now in process of working on kind of the pilot uh, a lot of this year is going to be around the, the pilot and getting all that together and then working with networks to then get a big deal that we would actually have a, a, a seasonal show that has you know 12 13 episodes and it's a travel show that we're telling stories of entrepreneurship and basically really just formalizing what i've been doing uh thus far on the road so those three things are huge and you know that just creates this whole other aspect of founders live so really excited about it yeah so i want to go into this like accelerator program a little bit more um how how do i qualify what stage of my company should i be in and um yeah, let's start with those two questions. Essentially, you know, people qualify if they have a project and or a, you know, is it up and running in market? So this is not like, let's walk you through a process to get you ready to then create an idea. Um, you, need it, you need a concept, you need an idea, it needs to be deployed. And let's just say you have incorporated uh, in, and it's up and running. Um, and, you know, so it's almost, it's, it's pretty much the same qualifications as pitching at Founders Live. Um, and so there's no requirement if you have to have pitched at Founders Live before doing this, um, you, you know, there's no requirement there, but, um, yeah, it's like you need a, you need a company that's up and running and in market and, and maybe the, maybe you're still in beta or still, still that, but the, the goal is it's growth. It's, it's not start, it's growth. And so, you know, it's kind of like you could imagine this as like 
we're the step before you get accepted into like TechStars or Y Combinator and, and those accelerators. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's get you to the point where you're growing and scaling. And maybe if, if you want to uh, be, you know, go that route, you know, you'll be higher and better prepared because, you know, th- those are, those entities are taking a thousand or, you know, 500 applicants and they're choosing 10. So yeah. they're always looking for the ones that have traction and our goal is to help you get traction. Okay. That sounds fantastic. And what, so when does this start? Uh, ideally we are launching the first beta group. Essentially the first group would be July and it would run okay. July, July until essentially October, end of October into November. And so, you know, we would like to have them be finishing this process kind of at that, like October, November time frame. So you can, if you're going to raise money or do something, you get that done before the holidays um, and, you know, we don't really want anyone going into like December or holidays working on this stuff. You should finish, you know, so basically it's, it's July to like October, November. And then the spring one is January to May, April, May. Okay. Um, yeah. You kind of avoid some of those slow holiday times. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Totally pumped about it. And, you know, it's just, it's a lot of work and, you know, basically it'll be uh, four months pretty much four different focuses. So each month is a focus and, um, you know, pulling our partners together for that as well. And, you know, so there'll be a lot of updates on that, but we're, we're ready to talk about it and start, you know, pushing it out. Yeah. Good. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Very big deal. Um, Is that going to like culminate? Do you have a vision for one day that culminating into like a big event, kind of like how uh, Y Combinator does, or I think TechCrunch Disrupt does something kind of similar? The answer is yes. Um, With this whole thing, you just got to stair step. You know, you can't can't bite off too much right now. And so, yeah, the answer is yes. Like we're we're already thinking about what could be um, some sort of competition or some sort of event. Uh, But you know it's just it's very it's really it needs to be done right and so um tacking on that event or competition you know we can do that anytime and so you know right now it's just we got to get these pieces together first and then and then we'll look at what that kind of final experience would be and and all that but we'll get there and yeah it's exciting and um anyone that's listening if you're listening today it's thursday uh, come out Hopefully I see you. Are you going to be there, dude? No, I've got this gig that I've been committed to for three months oh, with yeah. a Modelo Especial. Oh, love And so, uh, yeah, I'm doing like a little influencer thing for them. And cool. so they're doing like a beer cocktail event. And uh, yeah, so I unfortunately can't make it. And then I got to leave first thing tomorrow morning. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Um, it's going to be rough. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I can't. But there'll be the live stream, right? I can catch up on that so we can talk about it next week. Yeah, we will have a recording. So you will see that. And um, too bad. I'll miss you. But um, have a good time this weekend. And I know, like, just, you know, whatever's going on, like, be strong with your family. And um, hopefully it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's all good. There's, there, there's some uh, healing and some relationship work that we got to work on. And, and the Kobe Bryant thing was even more of a reminder uh, of how important all those people are. Mm. And I can't put those things off. Yeah. And so it was like, I just got to go as soon as possible um, to get there and be with them, even though it's just for a, pretty much a single day yeah. um, between the drive there all Friday and the drive back on Sunday. But uh, family's important. The people that we yep. love are important. Make sure you tell them that you love them, you care for them. 
and uh you know show them that gratitude as much as you can because you just never know when it's going to go away and, and what's going to happen there totally totally well, well what what else you got uh on tap for the weekend or before our next show uh just yeah just uh having last weekend here in seattle so hanging out with friends and getting things together uh we launch in tacoma next week so i head down to tacoma on my way to portland uh so i leave seattle on the two on tuesday and here we go awesome congratulations you made Thanks. it i can't wait to send it january right? <laughs> no Jeez, it's flying by so it flies by that is wild well, uh, next week, we'll be talking to you from Portland then. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. And uh, I look forward to it, Nick. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck with Founders Live tonight. I'm looking forward to uh, watching the stream. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch up awesome. next Thank Friday. All right. See you later.